Welcome to Eau Claire is Here, your place to find out a little bit more about the people, places, and happenings going on in the best little city in Wisconsin. Now introducing your hosts, Jane Seymour Kunick and Jerry Annis. Hello, welcome to Eau Claire is Here, and you should be too. I am Jane Seymour Kunick. Yeah, I'm Jerry Annis. Thank you for joining in with us, Jane. How are you? I'm good. Good. Do you want anything fun this week? Yes. My grandson, Oscar, learned how to ride a two-wheeler. Ah, no trainees? No trainees anymore. He was forced into it. He was on a bike ride the other night, and the wheel fell off. So he was stuck. And it reminds me of a story about you Annis boys. Uh-oh. Bring it. I don't know if I've told you this one, but it forever is in my brain every time I ride a bike down a hill because one of you boys <laughs> wiped out going down State Street Hill? Um, or Plank bracket. Street. Yeah, that was me. It was you? Because yeah. my dad... <clears throat> Every time we would go when we were younger and we'd get on our bikes and go somewhere and it involved, you know, going up the hill. Mm -hmm. Of course, we were going to have to come down the hill. He always told us we had to walk our bikes down the hill because well. of what happened to the Amethyst boy. And to this day, every time I go down a hill, I think, okay, nice and easy, nice and easy. Yeah. Well, smart. Yeah? Did, well. I'll, what happened? Oh, geez. We were up at the top. Mm -hmm. and Who's we? My brother, Mike. Mm-hmm years older 50 pounds heavier mm -hmm. so we had two bikes and three people up there we, I don't we came up here to get an ice cream, ice cream or something right. the Dairy Queen but then it was time to go home so we start riding down the hill no helmet I think sandals okay, so, shorts and so back it up you got three people and two bikes oh, yeah. so one of you is on with another one correct yeah, yeah. I had my little bike mm -hmm. and then my brother Mike had his friend I don't remember who he was but he was giving him a buck or a ride. Sure. So it's time to go back home, and I start riding down the hill and cruising pretty fast because it's long and it's steep. And then my brother <laughs> is behind me, and you know, not only one but two people. Sure. Heavier, mm -hmm. more momentum. They're going faster, and <laughs> and I'm flying down this hill, and all I hear is, "Go faster!" I'm like. And I, I turn behind, and they're just gaining on me. So I start pedaling as fast as I can, uh -huh. flying down this hill. Uh -huh. And then I get to the bottom, and I keep looking back, and they're closer and closer. And it's like, move faster! And the last time I turned around and looked, I ran right into a telephone pole. Oh, my gosh. It, it was lucky, because the tire hit dead in the middle of this telephone pole. The bike went flying, I went flying, and... For some reason, I wasn't hurt, and those guys stopped, and you know, traffic was stopped, and uh -huh. a couple scrapes and bruises, I guess. But man, I picked up the bike to try and go back home, and it was <laughs> like an accordion that kind of squished, couldn't turn. I was like, <laughs> and when I got home, my dad wasn't so mad that we did it, he was mad the bike was broken. <laughs> so, well. It proved to be a good lesson for all the CMARS that you fell. Yeah, our pain is your game. Right, right, so. right. Well, good, man. Yeah, how about you? Anything uh, new this week for you? Not much. You know, we're just going through all the real estate stuff. Bought a new smoker about 
six months ago. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of fun because it's different and it's this whole process. It's not like you buy a steak and you can cook them in 20 minutes over flame. So it's thought out and with purpose. And mm. so it's fun because it's different and I'm, you know, doing different meats and bought a nice expensive brisket and brisked it up, huh? Yeah, it didn't turn out so well. Oh. <laughs> it's a nice way to take a $60 piece of meat and Wreck have it? beef jerky. Oh no. Yeah, it got a little dry, so. But oh, well. I'll get it. Learn so, next time, right? Yeah. So today, Scott, our interviewer, is going to interview us a little bit so people Come can on. learn a little bit more besides you being accident prone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the bruised up realtor. Yes. So, so here's Scott, my husband. Scooter! Who's ask us a couple questions. Right on, pal. Well, this is fun. Let's get to know you a little bit better, and I just love those stories, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm standing behind the camera, just trying not to laugh. And if they, if they would have seen my expression when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, well, you're lucky that you didn't have more we have serious, yeah, a lot of serious, you know, concussion and still or something. Sitting here today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I had a pretty thick medical file. <laughs> Stitches, a lot of bones, but so did my brothers. Right. It's and friends. The whole, well, back then, maybe they weren't worried about it. Nowadays, I know it's like, what's going on at home? They're coming in with a lot of. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's interesting, though, when you said <clears throat> your brother was bucking somebody, you book. don't see kids bucking anymore. Giving him a buck. Yeah. We did it all the time. Of course, we only had, in our family, we probably had three bikes for six kids, so you had to buck, you know? Well, yeah, Otherwise, I, yeah, I remember you had to get up early and get the bike first. Yeah, yeah, or hide it. <laughs> but yeah, we'd ride around the neighborhood and, you know, dinner was at five or six, so you'd be riding around and all of a sudden the church bells would go off and you'd all stop. It's like mm -hmm. one, two, three, yeah. four. Oh, we got another hour. Yeah. You know, and I remember the playing cards and the spokes with the yeah. clothes pins and yeah. Yeah. just kind of like Sandlot. It's a mm -hmm. lot like that. Yeah. Well, now they got, well, they had pegs when I was growing up, so you, you didn't have to share just the seat. Yeah. You could ride on the back of a peg. Oh, right. Yeah, but you were spoiled. Yeah, we didn't have that. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> but banana seats and all, right? Mm -hmm. That's all right. Which made it easier for bucking, the banana seat. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get our listeners to know a little bit more about you guys and share what you want. Jerry, tell us about yourself. A little bit about myself. Well, I am married to a woman, Martha. We've been married for 29 years, and all the people I know call her a saint. So I'm not sure what that means, but um, I think I do. Yeah, and she is. Yeah, she's she is truly the better half. But we've been married 29 years. I have three kids: Tucker, who is 27. He's a nurse in the cities and going on to get another degree. I have another son, Jacob, who is 25. Jake was that middle child of ours who kind of did everything. <laughs> but he, he's out in Montana. He's a wildfire fighter, and he really found his niche, and you know, he loves being in the mountains and all that rugged stuff. And, and then I have a daughter, uh, number three, Sophia, who is 22, and she just graduated, and she is going into the Peace Corps. But that got delayed a little bit with 
you know, all the COVID stuff. So I was one of five boys, grew up in Eau Claire, pretty much high school, college, and, and lived here and worked here with my family for about five years after. We did have a nice opportunity with my work to move up north. So we lived in the Minocqua area for 18 years. Real touristy area, but that was, you know, a nice thing for our family. Woods and water, all these outdoor activities. Um, you know, then when I was in Monaco, I sold the business that I had ran for 27 years. I was a Justin's rep. <clears throat> Absolutely loved that. Got to work with high school students in 82 schools in the Northwoods. Sold that business, transitioned into real estate up north, selling lake homes and lake properties, and then eventually moved back to the Eau Claire area. Empty nest, sold the business, people moved, mom got sick. So a lot of different reasons to move back to Eau Claire. I'm very glad that I'm here and love where I'm at. Beyond that, you know, Martha and I, we like to do a lot of outdoor things. We, we've done triathlons in the past. She's very active. We love riding bike, doing walks. We love downhill skiing, just being outside and enjoying the outdoors, which is very conducive because we live in Eau Claire. So that's me. So Jane, why don't you tell us about you? Well, I am a wife, mother, grandmother. I have three grown children and am blessed to say that I have four grandchildren. Grams. Yes, I'm Mima. Mima. They call me Mima. So yeah, I have a few titles. You know, um, that, that could be a book. Yeah. They call me Mima. They call me Mima. <laughs> and I too was raised here in Eau Claire and came from a big family. There were six kids. We've since grown to, of course, six in-laws and like 24 grandchildren and I don't know, eight, 10, 12 great-grandchildren. A lot of our free time is spent with family, family. and yeah. That's good. Birthday parties, graduation <laughs> parties. Well, yeah, but you know what? Weddings. I think most people who know you, I mean, it's this huge family tree, all the cousins. Mm -hmm. and, I think people are envious of that because of how much you guys do together as a family. Yeah, we really do. So and it's for, fun. Yeah, it is. It's fun. The grandkids are definitely the icing on the cake, meaning my kids and their cousins mm -hmm. have just loved being part of this big family as much as we all did growing up. Mm -hmm. We play a lot of games. Yeah. There's always a game. There's always competitions. And a prize. And always food and drinks. So yeah, it's what's not to like. It's the perfect storm. Right. I am a Eau Claire Memorial graduate. Mm -hmm. Another great day to be an old day. <laughs> I married a Husky. You're surrounded by Huskies, I am by the way. Surrounded by Huskies. <laughs> Jerry and Scott, both Huskies. But Scott and I in our free time we like to bike we like to hike we love to camp we like working out and again we mostly like spending time with family especially the grandkids so we're missing that a little bit right now but hopefully we'll get to see them and I've been in the past I've been a PTA president a Girl Scout leader, a first confirmation teacher, and yeah, I've always enjoyed, like I'm sure like mm -hmm. you did when you were going into the schools working with kids, mm -hmm. those things were fun for me to, you know, still work yeah. with kids. I was on their level. 
Yes, I'm sure you were. <laughs> I tried to stay a little above their level. Well, you guys, you talk about liking camping. Martha and I camped with you once. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully again. It was fun. We played games. There was a campfire. Right. I woke up the next morning. My air mattress was flat and my tent was leaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last and we time we have I not camped since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, in in my other most truly favorite title in my life, and you know, back to family, is that I love being an aunt. Mm -hmm. So I'm Aunt JJ to the nieces and nephews, and. And I'm just proud of all of them. And well, you wear all those hats very well. Thanks. I would say. Thank you. And your son is so much better than mine. <laughs> well, you forgot to mention, I think it's worth mentioning that Jerry was a college athlete. You know, he's talented to get to that next level. So what did you do? I, I, mean, I, I played football at Eau Claire. You know, you just like you were and you were growing up in high school, you participated in athletics. I played at UWC as a blue gold for four years, coached a year. I wouldn't say anything else besides I was a participant and had fun. And it, 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 we were really successful, but it was a great experience. I loved my coaches. I loved Link Walker was my coach, a great human being and a great coach and and you know there again it's just another one of those things where you are involved with and, and you have those bonds with those people for a long time mm -hmm. you know yeah cornerback uh, so, right Safety. um yeah i started as a linebacker but then realized quickly i wasn't quite big enough at that level and they moved me to a strong safety so i was on defense and didn't have to think too much just go where they go. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had lots of practice with your brothers and right. Seymour's growing up. Right. So. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you mentioned that you did live in Arizona for a little bit so before deciding yep. to come back. Yep. Wanted to, to be, I loved living in Phoenix. It was warm and beautiful and exciting, but once I started having kids, it was here. You know, I just mm -hmm. wanted my kids to be raised in a in a great community. Well, Claire's here, and you should be too. That's right. That's right. What do you guys hope to accomplish with this podcast? I think we just want to share news about Eau Claire, about the people that work here and play here, and activities that are going on, and mm -hmm. in another way, hope to expose a little bit about us as realtors and mm -hmm. and you know what we love about Eau Claire because we all experience friends that we grew up with that come back and are like wow it's changed a lot mm -hmm. and it really has i'm just really proud of eau claire so i enjoy talking about it yeah well and i i agree with all that but i think for me the honest answer is it's a, a platform or a venue for us to be able to talk about real estate and it's a platform and a venue for us to maybe get noticed in the Chippewa Valley be top of mind I'm not real fluent with podcasts but I'm excited to be a part of this so for me the other thing that I'm looking to get out of it is growth and a better understanding but I just think it's going to be a fun way for us to get together and talk and have fun and Scott for you to interview some relevant people you know in the city and really showcase the city so it's it's going to be mutually beneficial not only for us as realtors but us as our clients and us as a, a community because you know I, I just remember when I was up north and kind of 
stuck, you know, complacent, not happy. Every time I would come back to Eau Claire, it was that experience like, oh my gosh, look at the downtown now, this yeah. famous park, the yeah. bike. And every time I would come back, it was the conveniences and the, all these great things and, and it had such a great vibe. And I'd come down like, well, we'll come down for the day. And then Saturday night, well, we gotta go back home. <laughs> and then I'd come down for a day and wanna stay into Sunday because there were more things to partake in and do. And it was a nice, easy decision to say, I'm done up north. There was no other place I was gonna go except Eau Claire. So I guess, long story short, that's what I see for this podcast. And hopefully, you know, we get other people participating too, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And we're already having fun doing this. It's been a learning process and been great. So, so let's get into the real estate. Why is it important to have a realtor? I'll start with yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. And then Big Jay can follow <laughs> the wrap-up. Um, I'll catch anything you miss. Yeah, I mean, Jane, you've been a realtor how long? Uh, 18 I think or like 20? 18, 19 years, yeah. 19. It's kind of nice when you forget how many. Right? Yeah, and I've been a, a real estate agent broker for five years now. And I think my opinion of why people need a realtor is either buying a, a very expensive asset or you're selling a very expensive asset and a lot of times when people are selling their home I mean it's their only vehicle for retirement this is their nest egg this is where they put the money and and, and I think it's easy for people and real estate agents just to kind of breeze by that and not remember how important or how big that is to people mm -hmm. so that being said it's it's the biggest purchase people are going to make in their life it's an extremely important purchase and, and you can do it on your own you can go and buy something on your own you can try and sell and list your home on your own but there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't you, you might be leaving money on the table mm -hmm. number one we've seen countless times where well just this week a property in a prominent neighborhood was for sale by owner for months didn't sell didn't sell they came to Donnellan got listed and one day we had multiple offers and got more than they wanted on the list price you know what we did yeah, so powerful. that that amount that they think they're saving on the commission by selling it themselves generally makes up when you have a realtor because especially in a market like this where buyers are working with realtors because the you know it's a seller's market and they're counting on their realtors and we bring them to the table for listings that are on the MLS and that's usually where then you'll get multiple offers so the seller comes out. Yeah and, and you know what we're trained and we're licensed to be fluent <coughs> in, in all these documents. I think for me, in my perspective, what's nice to have a realtor is we're going to give everybody the guidance, the direction. We try and keep our opinion out of it unless they say, hey, Jerry, what do you think? And I love working with buyers in, in that role and you earn that respect and the trust and you walk them through this whole process. And by the end, when you get to that closing, you're almost as happy as they are that it's closed and it's the right fit and it's perfect. The other thing I like to talk about with our buyers too is, you know, we don't have any expectation. You know, there's no expectations. I'll show you as many as you need. 
buyers are going to know which one is the right house that light bulb will go off mm -hmm. and then you just help them get it number one and then and get them to the finish line and then i think the other component that goes into that is writing an offer to purchase it's a legally binding contract. Mm -hmm. All these addendums, and you're dealing with a lot of money and in, in negotiating, so I think it's important for people to have somebody looking after their best interests along that whole process. Yeah, sometimes sellers think that once they get that offer, I sold my house, but there's so much that happens in between that accepted offer and getting to closing. and. The experiences we have to be able to help people through things like an inspection and lenders and things that people don't really realize is a lot of work in between that accepted offer and the closing. And we are skilled in that and we're, we represent either the seller or the buyer. And, and there's something to be said about somebody looking out for you. Along that same lines, you're a producer, I'm a producer, we, we do a lot of transactions, a lot of volume, and I think the nice thing with that, every single transaction is different, Absolutely. buyers are different, so having the ability to do a lot of those transactions, there's speed bumps, there's hiccups, there's things that go wrong, and it's nice if that comes up. I've experienced that a right. couple times. Here's how we address that. Here's how we got around that. Here was the fix. Here was mm -hmm. the mitigation, you know, to keep things moving forward. And, mm -hmm. and you don't get that on your own, certainly, and, and certainly not with some agents who may have a little less experience than that. So bottom line, get a realtor. Yeah, there's Whether two good ones right Whether you're selling yeah. or buying, get a realtor. And, you know, we both love our jobs, and so we want to do well, not just for our clients, but because yeah. of who we are and, yeah. and well, the way we... And you, we are so similar. That's mm -hmm. why this podcast works. That's why it works, us working together. Mm -hmm. um, but I think at the end of the day, I, I'm not in this to say, oh my gosh, this is going to be a good commission check or a good right, number. Right. I mean, for me and you, I mean, the focus is always on our customer, our client. At the end, you get to this the closing like oh oh my gosh yeah we get paid that's right which is great but i think my goal with everybody that i work with and you collectively i'm speaking for both of us is we want this to be a great transaction we want it to be smooth without errors and without issues and at the very end when it's all said and done we all want these clients to say man that was a really nice experience mm -hmm. the other thing that i do like is when you're done and you're closed, these people, customers and clients, inevitably become friends. And I love it when you run into them downtown or at the park and they go out of their way to run over and say, hey, how you doing, man? We yeah. love our house. Yeah. It's great. Or getting invited to a cookout or a, the three-year-old birthday party, right. which I, again, fit right in. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Talk about working at Donnellan Real Estate. I love the environment here. For sure the people. I started when uh, Ned's dad, Dave Donilon, was here and I just always felt very proud to be working for him because he just carried himself so well and is so respected in this town. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people will mention Dave still, you know, whether it's he was a friend or he was a past realtor to them or whatever. And 
went to church with him and he just the whole family to me just seems like a good fit for how I wanted to raise my family and when I started I had little kids and and Dave and Ned both knew that was important that my family came first and and then you know my job and that has never been an issue uh, with them and I, I just feel like their integrity and their work ethics you know just bleed down through them through us and then into our clients and of course I love working with Jerry and everybody that has ever worked here as a realtor I've enjoyed nobody has what we have here the environment the culture it's friendly it feels like family and if I'm in a pinch and I'm gone for an appointment or I want to just get away and something comes up I know I can call anybody here and say hey Jane, can you cover me? Can you show this person these three homes on Saturday? Yeah, I got you. You know, or Terry, or Dave, or Dan, or Nick. everybody's willing to help out. And we got a shout out to uh, Ashley and Barb and Lisa Donnellan for all they do to keep the wheels spinning here. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really nice to be able to count on them to help us too when we're in a pinch. Yeah. Well, and. and all that being said, that's why you like it. That's yeah. why I like it. <clears throat> and that's what they've created. And I think that resonates in the Chippewa Valley. I mean, there, there are so many people that we get to work with simply because of that reputation. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm grateful for that because it makes work. Right. It's fun easier. to come to work. I mean, I never, ever don't like coming to work. I love it here. What are your favorite things about Eau Claire? My favorite things in Eau Claire are probably the conveniences. It's a big town, but it's a small town. Moving away for 18 years, you know, it makes you realize how you take all that stuff for granted. When we would come back, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a Wendy's. Oh, let's go to Sam's and Kohl's and shop and buy stuff and go to a movie. And what I love about Eau Claire is the direction and the progress and the, the redevelopment, mm -hmm. the regentrification, all those conveniences, the retail, the shops, the downtown is so cute. There's so many places to go and have a great meal and outdoor seating. And, you know, and I like all the outdoor activities all the parks, the bike paths, the trails. The other thing that I do like is the university, mm -hmm. you know, and that it has such a nice vibe to this town, a young college town. And I lived in Monaco where maybe the median age was 60-some. So you come back here and people are outside mm -hmm. and playing. And, and, and it looks awesome. Oh I don't my. know if people have walked through there but lately, but Scott and I went last weekend and we hiked through the Little Falls. Mm -hmm. Putnam Trail. Put or, or Putnam Rock. Then we walked through just the university and man, does that look sharp. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything down there is well, beautiful. It's amazing what they've done in the last 10 years at the university. Mm -hmm. I had a little list of things and Jerry kind of covered all of that, but the one thing that I have really noticed, and I don't know if it's what we're all going through right now, I just always feel like everybody's so kind mm -hmm. and happy. Mm -hmm. People say hello and mm -hmm. and they want 
to let Oscar pet their dogs and Oscar will strike up a conversation with every person we walk by and they're always talking to him and sure I'll talk to you little guy when you have a nice environment it makes people it's mm-hmm. just like working here we have a nice environment so we're happy and yeah. well, I feel like we have Eau Claire has created a nice environment mm-hmm. and people are happy and kind and I like that Awesome. So do you have a best kept secret, which would be a secret anymore, but let's share it with everyone so they can enjoy it. Well, mine is, and Jerry gets tired of hearing me say this, but I think our deck is the best kept secret in Eau Claire. <laughs> we live on the river looking at Phoenix Park, and it is just the best little spot in the city to, to sit. I would agree. That's pretty nice. <clears throat> we need to get out there a little more. Yes. So. Um, for me, the best kept secret, you know, I love everything about the city, like we just said, but I, I think probably the best kept secret that maybe doesn't get utilized as much as it should is, you know, the bike pass, the walking pass, the outdoor stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe, maybe I notice it more because we're out riding around and I mean, we'll go downtown and just call it the bridge tour. We just try and cross as many bridges yeah, as we yeah. can and, and they're all over the high bridge up they're by Banbury. So Bandbury. beautiful too. Yeah. And, and along the river. So it's, it's scenic and beautiful and, you know, Carson Park is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Lowe's Creek you know cross-country skiing and bike paths out there and Mm -hmm. tower ridge and you know the one that i forget about is simon park Mm -hmm. you know up off of birch you know that little park down below there's swimming access and frisbee golf is there so well and i think this safer at home stay has made us all realize a little bit more that there are a lot of things mm-hmm. to do in Eau Claire that are outdoors that you can enjoy. Yeah, the sun came out Take and time. we're yeah. forced to still be outside, so right, right. explore and discovery. So, right. how about you, Scott? Well, you hit my, you know, thing with the trails. You know, that's was my favorite thing to do. I mean, we're out there every day. I'm running out there, biking, and it's it's really a beautiful area and definitely have learned to appreciate it even more now. But other favorite things, I love that you said the people. Uh, I do think there's a lot of great people here and... Maybe it helps if you have a cute little boy with you. (laughs) Or or, or we should test it. We should go to the park and actually fall and see how quickly someone will offer to help. Right. Right. What they're doing downtown with the revitalization and Phoenix Park, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it shows because people are, are flocking there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Big Falls was always one of my um, favorite oh, places. That's a good one. And so that's always a place that I still like to go and walk around or hike. Mm-hmm. And Putnam, the, the extension, we were talking about the rock area, but even the trail right along the third ward there, mm-hmm. uh, just to right beautiful in the heart of the city yeah. such a beautiful you feel like you're you're out in the north woods just mm-hmm. away from it all it's just mm-hmm. it's awesome well now everybody knows a little bit more about us and our podcast mm-hmm. and we look forward to the next one yeah. so thanks for joining us for Eau Claire's here you should be too signing off Jane Jerry and Scott all right peace peace
If you enjoyed the Eau Claire is Here podcast, be sure to subscribe and then give us a five-star rating and write a review. That's the best way to get this podcast in front of as many people as possible.